Chapter 1 Vigore! I shouted, my cane aimed at the lock. In a burst of beveled wood, the lock exploded. Shouldering through the door, I stumbled into a living room. The ivory-white carpet and crowd of expensive decor gave me pause. Most amateurs were either those with a genuine interest in the esoteric or those who believed magic would pave the way to wealth and power. The already wealthy tended not to dabble. And yet, from down a corridor lined with gilded wine racks, the screaming picked up again, becoming a woman's pleas. For God's sake, do something, Morty! Do something! Christ, Gert, can't you see him trying? Morty's muffled response sounded more fed up than fearful. I checked my hunting spell. Did I have the right apartment? At the end of the corridor, I poked my head into a dining room. An aging woman, who I took to be Gert, was standing on a dining room table that would seat ten, white pumps kicking around a mess of books and casting items. She had both hands buried inside her frizz of dyed black hair, startled eyes fixed on a kitchen to my right. With grunted curses, a balding man in a camel hair sweater was jabbing a broom between a counter and fridge. It's going up the wall, Morty. There it is. Swat it. Gert could have been talking about a mouse, but the spell paraphernalia, now spilling from the table, suggested otherwise. I craned my neck for a better view. Beside the stainless steel fridge, I glimpsed a scurry of legs that looked like human fingers. The crab-sized creature flattened itself to the wall and squeezed behind a row of ceiling-mounted cabinets. A whipcord tail disappeared last. Crap. A Riddler. It's getting into the family china, Gert cried. Stop it! Get it out! What's it look like I'm doing? Don't, I warned Morty, who had curled his thick fingers around the cabinet door. Back away. Now. He and Gert turned toward me. Morty's jowly face tilting in confusion. These were probably my least favorite moments as a wizard garbage collector, an informal title I still held, or that held me. Never mind that I'd banished a demon lord in October. The feat had restored my good, or at least tolerable standing with the order. But six months later, and here I was, having to bail out a pair of amateurs who didn't know Toadstool from Toledo. That thing in there is dangerous, I said, which was a bit understated. A Riddler's tail carried a razor-sharp ridge on the underside. One slash, and Morty would be looking at a severed broom and a fingerless hand. If he was lucky. Dangerous? Try lethal. Who are you supposed to be? Gert asked in a New York sharp accent, giving me a quick up and down. Bruce Wayne? Huh? Oh, the tuxedo. My name's Everson Croft. I heard screaming and came to investigate. You're in luck. I've dealt with these creatures before. I work in, um, extermination. Morty backed from the kitchen, gripping the broom in both hands. He looked from the sound of rattling plates to me and back. I don't even know where the thing came from. What do you mean you don't know where it came from? Gert took my offered hand as she stepped carefully from the table to one of the chair seats, then down to the floor. She carried the powdered air of someone accustomed to being waited on, 
and didn't thank me. It came from those silly books. I told you they were trouble. I told you not to fool with them. You were the one who said we needed to start thinking outside the box. Starting a home business, Morty. Selling some of our assets, Morty. That's what I was talking about. Not whatever all of this is. She threw her arms toward the table. And now we have something crawling willy-nilly over the family china that Emerson says is dangerous. It's Everson, actually, I said, eyeing the cabinets. And as an exterminator, he would know, Gert finished. Well, you're impossible to please, Morty grumbled.